Hey, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the following interview that you're about to hear is a little change of the usual Area 81 podcast, uh, I guess, modus operandum. Uh, I wanted to interview somebody that worked in the medical field um, to get their insight on some stuff. So I interviewed a good friend of mine and... uh, I just wanted some knowledge to be dropped on myself as well as my listeners. So if you can take anything away from this, please uh, let it be something that can help you or your family or whatever. So with that said, uh, please listen. If you enjoy this, uh, it's only about 40 minutes or so, but there's some real good tidbits in here. So if you enjoy it, please share it. Um, And yeah, continue to listen and uh, it's like I said, it's not the usual, but it's some great stuff. So, hope you enjoy. Can you hear me? Oh, hello. Hi. Can you hear me? <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> it was me. It was oh, actually okay. no. It was Ian. <laughs> he put my <laughs> cord partially together, and so I was tripping I- out over here. <laughs> How you doing? First of all, thank you for uh, taking a little bit of time. I won't take up too much of your time. I know you're a busy no. mom and all that, and a busy wife. But That's uh, okay. thank you, thank you very much for uh, volunteering to do this. And as you know, uh, this is a podcast, and uh, I will be uploading it. So as long as that's okay with you, we can get started. Absolutely, and don't apologize. Ian's totally on board in there watching all the kids, so you're not oh, interrupting okay. anytime. It's fine. What a good husband. Uh, <laughs> of course. Yeah, absolutely. That's why you married him, right? <laughs> That's exactly why I married him. <laughs> so, everybody, I am here today with uh, Melissa. Oh, Melissa is uh, um, yeah. the wife of a good friend of mine <laughs> that I've known for years. And actually, when she came along, I remember I was like, oh, this is going to happen. I remember <laughs> Ian eyeballing you and you were making goo eyes at Ian and, <laughs> and uh, all that good stuff. So we're like, this is happening. We're so excited for you guys. And me, uh, we were there for your guys' wedding, I remember. Yes. So it's uh, it's good to see you guys. Your family has grown into a beautiful family. And Oh, uh, my gosh. So yeah. going on 13 years. Can you believe Holy it? moly, man. I remember you going, what are you doing to this guy? he would agree with you too i mean i don't think i've tamed him completely but that was one of the things that brought us together anyway we just what you like uh compliment each other you know opposites opposites attract type of thing absolutely and um but they we've we've definitely grown together and we make each other better for sure yeah well uh melissa thanks again like i said for being here uh taking a little bit of time out and uh Uh i had some questions uh Actually, it came out to about 10 questions or so, so that's yep. pretty evenly. Uh, first off, let everybody know what you do, you, uh, what your profession is. Okay, so I am in the healthcare field. I am a phlebotomist. For those of you guys that don't know what that is, I'm the lady that draws your blood, the person that is always called the vampire <laughs> at the mm. hospital um, or an outpatient. But I work here at our local hospital in town and... Um, um what else so oh i've been doing this for about 21 years so i've been doing it for a long time yeah and um i'm a frontliner um i'm one of the people that is taking care of the craziness that's going on right now with the covid19 virus so 
um, yeah, that's what I do. So how long did you say? How long have you been uh, working in that field? Twenty-one years. Wow. Off and on, I've taken a couple of breaks, you know, but it's just um, once I, I honestly didn't do it on purpose. <laughs> I didn't. Really? I, fell fell into it, huh? I fell into it. I went to be, I went to go to school to become the back office, no, the front office lady that just does the paperwork. And I, and I gotten, well, I don't think anything happens on accident. We know this. We're both yeah, believers. Yeah. So. I fell into the full class and I became a medical assistant and they teach you how to draw blood as well as all the other things that go with being a medical assistant, shots and helping the doctors assist and whatnot. And and then I said, you know what? Blood creeps me out, but I'm going to give this a good two weeks. And after two wow. weeks, if I'm still creeped out, I will change. <laughs> and within, right? And yeah. within two weeks, I was like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. I can draw blood. This yeah. is amazing. Like, this is purposeful. Okay, I'll, I'll hang with it. And within, back then it was a lot longer um, school session that you had to do. You know, nowadays you can become a phlebotomist in a day, two-week yeah. program. It's crazy. Wow. But anyways, nine months later, I was not only a medical assistant, but I was a phlebotomist. And I went the phlebotomy route because they make more income. Yeah. And so here I am 21 years later. Um, it's pretty much all I feel like I know how to do, other than my new profession of being a beauty consultant. But we don't—we're not here to talk about that today. <laughs> well, you can plug that at the end if you'd like. Absolutely, I have no problem with that. So um, <laughs> that's what I—I I get you on. I can let you say whatever you need to say. Um, no, we're so here for this, this today. Yeah. Well, thank you. This whole COVID nineteen thing. Uh, everyone calls it coronavirus, COVID-19, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. It has just, I mean, it's shaking this nation to the core. You know what I mean? So your your uh, field, your health field, how have your hours, or have your hours at work been affected by COVID-19? They just, well, not just, they have and rapidly so in the last couple of weeks. Um, at first, I thought, all right, well, we might lose a day or so here and there. That's not too bad if you got PTO to cover it, you know. But now, um, uh, depending on where you are in the line of, uh, what do you call it? Oh, gosh, my mind is running blank. Seniority. Um, you know, that, that plays a part. But it also is just that they don't have enough. Um, the census is low in the hospital. The, uh -huh. How many patients are actually there. So they can't pay all the staff that is normally there that we normally need so they've got to start doing what's called flexing and whether you have uh, you know paid time off to cover that or not doesn't even matter so that's why people are lining up even from the hospital believe it or not to get unemployment right now so yeah my hours have been cut this week more than any week and so i'm just putting in god's hands i'm gonna get on board with the um the unemployment to try and fill in the gaps and thank God I have a secondary income because it's really scary for people who don't. Absolutely. It really is. Yeah. Wow. And most people, I mean, we, we, we see what you guys are doing, the people in the health field, but mm -hmm. we don't know. We figure, Hey, they got a job. They're working full time. You know what I mean? Most people think you guys have, you know, no hours affected. If anything, you guys are getting sweet overtime right now. You know what I mean? Mm. That's, that's kind of the yeah. thing consensus you know what i mean yeah um, as we know now that's not the case and that's kind of what i wanted to do this for is mm -hmm. I, I i i was kind of like sitting back and i was like man this is like a war 
You know what I mean? With this it virus. It really is. If yep. you look like back at like World War Two, you know, people in the triage, people on the front lines fighting this thing, mm-hmm. that's kind of what, you know, the health, the, uh, the responders, first responders, people in the healthcare, you are the ones directly fighting, directly dealing with this because people that come into those places, chances are they, they somebody could have it. You know what I mean? Uh, it's not chances not. are. It yeah, is that they definitely it. do have it, and there's a lot more than people even realize, even not even in Manteca. Um, yeah. So that's why I wanted to jump on board today without hesitation, because if I can help this town get their act together, I'm just going to be straight up. I yeah. will. I will, because people aren't taking it serious enough, Joey. It's yeah. crazy. I there's a people, lot of people. Yeah. They're just out and about like nothing. They're driving together, people riding around. Yeah, with nowhere yeah. to go almost. They're like, kids running man. around the, the store without any mask on. Without They shouldn't even be there, number one. My yeah. my kids yeah. stay home. Yeah, Ian absolutely. and I actually are the ones that go to the store. And honestly, Ian goes more than I do even. Um, yeah. And I, I try my best to keep him protected, you know, with the same measures. Um, of course, I'm not the hospital, so I can't just give out all the PPE we need to protect right. him either. So it's scary because his job doesn't give it to him like mine does but either way like people need to get their mask on if they're going anywhere they need to follow the six foot rule if they are going somewhere make your kids stay at home do not let them hang out with other kids unless you're a frontline worker and you have no choice to send them to daycare make them stay home if people want to resume to whatever is going to be the new norm they need to follow the rules and take this seriously i have called and you know been taking care of this and that different issues and people on the phone go oh gosh this ridiculousness and i'm like ridiculousness you mean this crazy serious virus that is wiping out a lot of people yeah and and i will even say right now like outwardly to the public that at first I am more the type of person because I've been in the healthcare field that is usually very like uh, it's not a big deal until it's a big deal right. that's me right. because a lot of people do take um, the system they take advantage of the system you know for different that's reasons yeah. um, and so I don't until it's serious like I said I, did, I don't take it real serious I mean I do and I don't if that makes any sense so no, then when yeah, so when the numbers started just <laughs> rising and rising and rising, and then I started learning more and and seeing it, like you said, when you're at the hospital and you're having to put on this gear and the mask and the goggles, and you're having to now ask for a nurse to go unlock it instead of be able to go get it yourself oh. to draw this patient's blood, that's that's some scary crap. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and, and I'm like, I'm getting chills talking about it right now. I wish people could be in my shoes because everybody would stay home right now. Yeah. They would. That's all it would take, you know. Yeah, and um, I'm with you. I, I mean, I tell Michelle, I was like, there's no reason for you to go to the store and me to go to the store. I will be. The, I'm out at work, so I will stop at the store on the way back. I have my. I happen to have you know my sanitary wipes or whatever they're good, called. Good for wipes. you. Yeah, and good. I have my hand sanitizer as well, and it's like I try not to. I make a note. I touch the handle, so don't touch anything. You know. Yeah. The whole thing where we wipe the groceries down when we get back. I take them out. Good and for you. Them, yeah. We wipe them down and we put them away. You know. Then I take a shower and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. man, what makes me upset is people just when you hear them saying, you know, well the S one and was it S one N one or uh, well not S one N one. What's it? called the swine flu and all this killed more mm-hmm. people but okay so what 
I mean, if that's even the case anymore. Yeah, really. Stop, you know, if you could stop spreading it and maybe save a life, then holy cow, why would you not save why a life? Why would you not? Exactly. You know, and and I, yeah, it's somebody said, you know, oh, is this even real? Do you even know anybody that has it? As a matter of fact, I do. A good friend of mine's daughter-in-law has it and she's pregnant. Oh you know what I mean? Goodness. So, and yeah. it's, you know, and my mom has a daycare and she only has a, a nurse, uh, her child in there currently. And so she's watching mm-hmm. just this one baby. Aww. And uh, she, all the other kids are at home right now, which is good. But, you know, it concerns <laughs> me for my mom. You know, she's, uh, yes. she's wise, wiser. You know what I mean? So it's, it's concerning. But she says she's taken a lot of precautions as well. So I, it kind of sets me at ease a, a little bit. But you never know. Bit, I don't want to yeah. be responsible for giving anybody this thing, let alone yeah. getting it myself, you know? Exactly. So if you have the means or if you have it, in your you know capacity to stay home then do so take advantage of what you can as far as resources you know if you got to be on unemployment to, to i would rather stay home i yeah I, okay it's, it's a double-edged sword for me because i i feel like god put me in this position um to take care of people that need help right now that are actually dealing with this virus you know so yeah. i'm gonna go and i'm gonna do my job and i'm gonna just take all precautions necessary but at the same time, like I said, if I could be one of those people, there's a part of me that I'm 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 fearful, and I would be like, oh God, I wish I could stay home too, but I can't. Yeah. And for whatever reason, I'm not supposed to. I'm supposed to be on the front lines, and so I just tact- tactfully collect myself every day and go do my job and protect myself as much as I can, and hope that there's going to be another day and that this is going to end soon. But it's definitely worse to me personally than all of the the, the most recent flus, um, it, whether it be the annual or the swine. Yeah. I haven't seen yeah. this much devastation personally and yeah. pandemically from anything else. And that's and maybe because I'm seeing it firsthand at the hospital I, I feel like that more. I don't know, but I can tell you, I don't scare easily. I'm pretty tough where this stuff's concerned, and yeah. I'm fearful. I'm definitely fearful. And you know, and I'm concerned with all everybody, all you guys. You know what I mean? I drive by, you know, our local hospital here, and I'm like, man, protect these people, man. It's it's. <laughs> I, I would be out of my out of my wits. You know what I mean? I, I'd like, oh man. So I have nothing but respect for healthcare workers, you guys, the first responders. Thank you so much. And uh, like I said, that's why I wanted to do this to kind of like clear things up, and maybe you can give uh, some a few tips to everybody before before all is done. You know. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I wrote down some notes in case I like forgot. You know, awesome. some things that. I mean, there's some typical things that we know. There's some stuff. But some people don't know any of it, and maybe that's why they're not fearful and they're not worried because they haven't educated themselves enough or haven't heard it from somebody who actually is on the front line themselves, you know? So, um... There's a lot of yeah. misinformation out there, too. There yeah, is I'm, a lot I'm, of misinformation, yes. You know, yes. it usually that yeah, goes with Facebook, you know what I mean? Someone shares, oh, this isn't a virus at all. This is the 5G. Mm-hmm. Everybody's sick. Like, And people believe it. Yep. <laughs> Yep. Yep. No, they change the numbers of things. They, okay. So number one, the incubation period for this virus, um, 
let's see it's between one and 14 days most commonly around five days that um, symptoms will show so a person can be walking around this is what's crazy about the stores person could be walking around you 14 days and have this virus and be affecting and infecting and it's just duplicating and replicating in all of us around this person that's um and it's in their it's in their saliva so if they cough it's mm-hmm. droplet it's definitely droplet some people don't believe that it is i'm confirming it from the hospital not for myself you know um so for 14 days you can't see it so if you can't see this don't you think you should protect yourself from it yeah yeah absolutely and there's those people that oh i'm healthy so they're walking around the store you know so i'm okay yeah and and I, i treat and i tell everybody i go hey just let you know I treat everybody, including myself, as if I have it, as if you yes. have it. So please yep. don't take offense to anything. I'm not going to shake your hand. I'm not yep. going to you know, do this. I'm going to wipe down everything you hand me. I'm like, it's yes. not going to go on with me. I'm not going to be responsible exactly. for, you know what I mean, for giving it to anybody as far as I, as far as I can help it anyway. You know what that's I mean? being a responsible person, Joey, and I, I commend you on that because that's what everybody should be doing. And it's and it shouldn't be taken personally right now at all. If anything, it should be appreciated. Yeah. Um, I'm the same way with my mailman. Just drop it off, you know, right there. It's good. Thank yeah. you. Have a great day. Um, it, it's not rude. It is out of concern for them as well as ourselves. Absolutely. And this is what everybody needs to do. So, um, and, and... You know, our elderly are paying for this a lot, as well as our younger generation, the babies, um, children that have either no immune system or elderly people that have um, compromised immune systems or actually any age. I don't even, I don't even want to put an age on it. Compromised immune system, yes. little to no immune system um, or already have um they have things going on like health conditions those people are at higher risk you know um so we really need to whether you can whether you say you feel good or not or you or you look like you're fine we out of respect for each other and ourselves need to respect the laws and the rules that are trying to be put in place that people are not respecting them Mm -hmm. because I'm telling you right now, I've already seen so many people go through our ICU, and it's not against any rules for me to say this, so it's okay to share this, and they don't make it, and they mm. and they pass on by themselves. Wow. And I can't even tell you if there's a nurse in there, to be honest with you. I see, I just, I just know they're on respirators, and and they're gone, and their family has to just say goodbye like that. Like, that's as much details I'm going to give. People have talked about that somewhat. It's true. So true thing, then. When your family member's in ICU by themselves at any age, alone, and then all you get to do is remember them, how they were, when you could have maybe protected them and prevented it, Yeah. then what? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a sombering thought. I mean, but it's, that's what I want. This is exactly what I wanted, Melissa. You know what I mean? And if this helps anybody to understand even a little bit better, 
the 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 reality of this pandemic, mm-hmm. this disgusting disease. You know what I mean? This this exactly. virus. This is horrible, yep. man. But that's that's just my goal. I gotta spread the truth. I'm trying to get the truth out there this from, is from the, the people truth. In front. Yes, we need yeah. more people to do what you're doing. Um, symptoms that are the most important symptoms. People go, well, well, what is it? Because people are confusing it with the common cold. Because it can be easily confused at first. It can. Yeah. But um, when to seek medical attention. Okay, so like a normal, you might have a, a cough, a um, little shortness of breath, some, you know, um, phlegm. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna be honest. Whatever, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, and it could be a typical cold. Um, when you should seek medical attention is when you have a high fever. Um, when you're really having some trouble breathing, possibly when you've had a persistent cough. Um, in, in addition to these symptoms or pain in your or pressure in your chest area, um, bl- some people wait clear till this point. I wouldn't, but <laughs> right, blueness right. in the face Ooh, or the lips. Yeah, yeah um, you need to go to the hospital. Um, however, I do want to say don't go to the hospital if you get a little dose of those symptoms. I mean, you need to wait right. for a couple of those things to be pretty severe because. I would avoid the hospital at all costs at the same t- at the same time right now, if that makes any sense. Because yes. you're literally going to visit the virus. <laughs> yeah, who's there? The people with the virus. That's, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's that's like, <laughs> yeah. That's pretty wow. much majority of our patients right now are either being ruled out or positive. Um, or there, there was some serious other illnesses, yeah. but you don't want to go there if you don't have to. But definitely, yeah. those are the things you want to go for. Um, and the, go ahead, Joey. I'm sorry. No, no. I was going to ask: Are they bringing people in from around the area? Like, how far out are people being uh, brought in for this to be treated? Well, here in Manteca is a littler hospital. We are mm. we are not a trauma hospital, so okay. that would be more like Modesto area. That would be San Joaquin County Hospital. Um, we're pretty much filled up with all over the barrier. With our own here. At the, yeah. Yes, yes. But we do have a lot of resources, and we have a really, um, we have a, a good ICU unit. So trust me when I say they are dealing with some of the worst case patients. So, wow. you know, take your loved ones wherever the nearest hospital is to start, and they can transfer them out to an, a bigger hospital that may have more resources yeah. um, for them. But, I mean, go to the, the nearest facility pretty much. Yeah. And how do you feel, Melissa? Do you feel safe? I mean, not that your, your job's not doing a great job, but, or your employer, but I'm saying you as a, just a human, do you feel anxious? Are you scared? Do you feel pretty confident with, you know, how you, or what your setup is at work? All right. So that's like a trick question too, because, because I'm a believer, but I have a fleshy side to me also for those, yes, yes. you know, you understand. Um, I have to pep talk myself pretty much because if not, I'm scared to death. Yeah. I don't want to walk in those doors every morning. I hate rolling out of bed knowing I'm going to go and I'm going to be around it whether I have necessary equipment or not. And I may possibly bring this home to my family. Right. That's why we want people to stay home unless you absolutely mm-hmm. have to because I'm scared. You know, but 
I just keep telling myself, God, you are with me. I know you're protecting me, and I do it anyway. But I'm scared. I'm scared. If I didn't have to do this job right now, I, I don't want to sound selfish, but I wouldn't. But someone's got to do yeah. it, so I do. Wow. You know? And I totally understand that. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> you. somebody has to help these people. Exactly. And it's you guys. You know, it's you. Yeah. You know, we all do, and we have to do our part because every single one of you, everybody that works there at these hospitals that's doing the ERs, that's doing the ambulances, they have families too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, you know, it's it's kind of the whole, my, my well, starts with you. You know what I mean? It starts with us. It I was starts about with to me. say, we're, we're actually risking ourselves more than the typical yeah. person because Absolutely. we're face to face with it. We're face to face with this. This demon, this virus, this <laughs> call it yeah, whatever you want. I pass by somebody in the store. I'm like, they could have it. You know what I mean? But so I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh. But the chances are in your field. Right I know now, when I'm going in and a person has it and I've yeah. got to touch this person's arm and physically yeah. performs um, drawing blood on them. And then mm-hmm. I have to take their specimens to the laboratory and I have to process it and give it to the scientist to run it. And during that whole process, did I wash my hands right? Did I right. put my N95 on right? It was my hair covered enough. At the end of the day, when I go home, did I remember to take my shoes off? And I, I've been much better at that than in the beginning at the door. Yeah. And and is taking a shower right after work enough is to, for me to protect my family? Yeah, you know? and that was my next question. What do you do? to protect your family from possible exposure. So you said you take your shoes off. We should, that's what I do. Mm-hmm. Like, I take my shoes off in the garage, and then I take off my work shirt, my work pants, and I put them outside, and then from that point, I'll throw them in the washer later. Mm-hmm. But, um, well, you know, what do you do? Um, same thing. The clothes go directly, well, the clothes in <laughs> my house get washed, like, daily because... Uh-huh. I just don't want to take any chances. And like the shoes and the clothes come off immediately. My body goes right in the shower and I'm, I'm covered from head to toe every day yeah. from my scrubs to my um, protective coat. Um, and then I switch gowns in between each patient. And right now those are getting really, really limited. We're getting limited on supplies. I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about that in a minute. Wow. But um, then it's, you know, showered and... And the baby, he doesn't understand. My five-year-old, the youngest mm-hmm. of all of our kids, he's like, hey, mommy, he's so excited to see my like, Don't touch mommy. Don't touch mommy. Yeah. Mommy has to take a shower. And he knows, oh, the coronavirus, right, mom? And I'm like, my poor child should not know about this, but he it's does. It's sad. Yes. yes. Yeah. My kids, too. So it's showered and then brush your teeth. And I'm trying to think of my whole process. It's just, it's it is a little bit of not panic mode, but just really being um, proactive to disinfect, get rid of anything and wash immediately. And then, like you said, you know, um, disinfect and clean everything I bring into this house from the stores. Mm -hmm. Um, My purse, disinfect the bottom of my purse, my phone, Mm -hmm. disinfect my phone, Um, you name it, it gets cleaned and disinfected. And then you're still hoping, was it enough? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. That's going to be in the back of your mind. It's in the back of my mind. And I don't even do what you do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> honestly, I work alone for like 75% of the day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I still do the same thing when I get home. 
So yeah. I can imagine in the back of your mind, you're like, I have to, you know, scrub my nails. I got to do this. I got to get yep. down and do everything. You know what I mean? And that's for the love of your family, right? I mean, and yes. you know what I mean? That's what we do it for. The love of our family yeah. and, and, and the world. And, and everybody just, else. Others in general. Just, I just yeah. want it to stop. You know, it's, yeah. I feel like it's almost... <laughs> almost like population control i hate to say that but that's what this is feeling like to me and you know i'm not real into politics i don't want to go there but i'm like what in the world it feels like a movie it doesn't feel real you know but we got to do what we got to do to protect ourselves um and even down to the mask i was going to say you know the mask that they make us wear there's a normal hospital mask and then there's the n95 which is the most effective mask to protect you from this virus. Um, a regular mask will help and will help protect others as well as yourself. Um, more so others because you can't see this too. Right. Ian, Ian brought this up the other day and we kind of had a little debate and I was like, you know what, he's right. Because we can, we can go, we're okay, we think we're okay, but we don't know. <laughs> you know, so it is to, for protection of both people, both parties, but especially for others, because you cannot see this virus. Yeah. Um, but on the on the topic of masks, the one thing I really wanted to stress because people aren't wearing them the way they should, or if they are, they're they're not taking some necessary steps in between. Like a lot of people are making homemade masks right now, right? I'm sure you've seen that, right? Yes. And they're donating them even. I've got people contacting me to donate. And I'm like, this is awesome that people want to do this because I don't know what's going to happen. We're going to run out of our actual hospital uh, approved supplies. But we may have to go to these masks that are homemade. And um, they're kind of better than nothing type thing. Better than nothing. But absolutely want to stress the importance of making some type of filter for these masks in some type of a, a double-layered pocket. Um, and they need to be they need to be switched out as often as possible because a lot of people are wearing these cloth masks and they're, and they're going, okay, I'm, I'm doing my job, I'm wearing a mask. But the particles are so small, they're so microscopic, the droplets, um, that it's reducing the transmission somewhat but it can do so much better if people will find some kind of a filter option. And, and there, are, there are things you can use from the best is a vacuum filter. Not vacuum, I'm sorry. The best is a HEPA filter. Um, second would be like a vacuum filter. And you can cut these up and put them in the little pocket of these homemade masks. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, a third option isn't the best option, but it is an option. Um, believe it or not, plastic grocery bags, tote or wine bags, um, cut up a little piece, put it in that pocket. Um, and they have an advantage a little bit because they can be washed and reused. Um, least effective, but still an option, coffee filters, paper towels, and tissue. Um, they're effective. They're not as effective at filtering out the microscopic particles, but they are a cheap resource for people. You know, money's tight right now. So if you're going to go that option, just replace them often. Um, and then last but not least, with that being said, um, make sure to avoid any products that have like fiberglass in them. They're saying, um, and this is a big word, so people have to re-listen to this part. Um, try to use things that are made of 
polypropylene <laughs> and not fiberglass. Um, so I hope I said that correctly, but because that's that's kind of a top a toxic um, material that you shouldn't be inhaling either. But um, I really feel like I wanted to stress uh, stress that point with masks because so many people are wearing these homemade masks, but it's not protecting others or yourself as much as it could without that filter part. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's awesome. Perfect. That's that's what I wanted to was like kind of need to close out with some knowledge or something that the general public could benefit from. And I didn't know that either and i do know that now so we're gonna yeah i will do that definitely because awesome. our job will require us to uh wear masks starting next week good when we go out. good good so, good yeah it's a good thing so i'll make sure i get one of those as well Melissa, mm-hmm. is there anything uh people us could do i was gonna say like uh for donations or something is there a you know i, I know they don't want us going to the hospitals what or what could we do the general public to help you know what I mean? I know some people have donated the some of the masks and N95s, mm-hmm. stuff like that. I mean, I know we don't have too many. I don't have any here, but I know maybe some people might have something to give. Um, you know, right now money's tight for everybody, so that's hard. I mean, I guess if you're in a position where you can financially help in some way, um, the masks are the number one thing to me. They really yeah. are, and um, hand sanitizer. Those are really, really two of the biggest um, needs right now. So, I mean, whether it's donating to people to make these homemade masks and then spreading this word that we just talked about, you and I, that would be good. Um, A lot of people have been... um, It's nice that they're doing nice gestures for the hospital as far as feeding us. Because we all love food. <laughs> I know I saw that. I was like, free food. Rum. Yes. But, <laughs> but to me, I think that that could be put towards the resources to help um, stop this virus more in its, in its tracks. And those the, those yeah. appreciation measures are exactly what they are as far as the, you know, giving us food and, and stuff like that. But um, we just, we need more resources. We need more masks. We need more funding for gowns to be made. Um, I'm literally being asked, I should say this too, because this isn't against the rules. I'm going to just be honest. I'm literally being asked with patients that are being ruled out and patients that have it to, um, I can throw the gown away as of right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but some of the nurses are even saving them. I look in the drawers and they're saving them. I'm thinking that's got germs all over it what in the world i'm being asked to use a paper brown bag and put my n95 that i've used going in to see the patient doing the procedure walking out i have gloves on but i'm supposed to take this n95 off put it in the brown paper bag with my name on it and save it for later with that same patient daily oh wow that's so one mask per patient type thing yes so it's getting that bad huh oh yeah Yep. So is it is it they're not they can't keep up with the demand right now? Is that what it is, or is this yeah. hoarding it? Uh, both in the beginning. Both, yeah, in the beginning it was definitely people being scared, and that's why they had to stop um, people from visiting. Visitors aren't allowed anymore. Even the CDC, when they come to pick up specimens from me, um, they have to wait outside, and I have to take, drop these specimens off to them. No one's allowed inside the hospital unless you are a patient. 
period. Wow. Um, because people were stealing and hoarding and taking it home to protect their families, probably, you know. Um, yeah. and, and it's leaving us with not enough to protect ourselves from the actual virus there at the hospital. So, yeah, how scary is that, right? Yeah, definitely. Well, Melissa, thank you for your time, man. I appreciate it. And like I said, You're welcome. I, I want the public, I want the listeners to share this episode, man. Share it. It's not, you know, it's what, 35 minutes or so. And mm-hmm. it's knowledge that could save somebody's life. You know what it I mean? Really in one could, way or another, yeah. it really could. So with that said, you know, prayers to you, your family, everybody out there in the front Thank lines. Thank you, Joey. You too. And, uh, you know, we're going to get through it. And... Uh, we We're are. Be a little wiser for it, you know what I mean? I yes, the we nation, are. The world is a little bit wiser, and uh, yeah. And I, I, you know, people that know me, if they have questions, they can reach out to me at any time. I have a lot of people already doing that, and I don't mind asking questions. Um, you know, if it'll prevent one more person going to the hospital, that helps. So, it, you know. Yeah, they, awesome. And if you have any questions for her, you can uh, message me and I can ask her directly. So if that's Sounds the case, good. I can do that and I can get back to you guys. Yep. Melissa, thank you again. Give your family some love. And, uh, You're welcome. Yours you know, too, be, Joey. Be safe out there. I will, Melissa. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. All right. God bless. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. And there you have it. Our uh, special episode with Melissa O., Thank you, Melissa, for um, calling in and allowing me to ask you a couple of these questions. They weren't anything, uh, you know, earth-changing, but if they can help change one person and uh, help stop one person from getting sick, then at least I feel accomplished with what we've done here today. On that note, everybody out there, be safe. Whether you are uh, confident this is over, if you're confident we're going to get through this, or if you're scared... You know, just know that uh, you're not alone and we're going to get through this eventually. So be positive and be safe most of all. Use your brain, people. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Get the right masks, whatever you got to do. Much love. Thanks for listening. If you don't subscribe, be sure to subscribe. Uh, Usually my shows are a little funnier, but I just thought this was a good informational episode to put out there. So once again, thank you guys for listening. Much love, and I will be back in my non-rare form very soon. Thank you, guys. Love ya.